Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, it is a way of life. As we study the scriptures with Scott Pauley today, we pray that God will help us learn how to develop grateful hearts and homes. Thanksgiving is a word that is frequently used and infrequently understood. If you tear the word apart, and reverse the wording, it is literally the giving of thanks. And while it's been institutionalized, it needs to be individualized. We have to come to the place where it becomes a part of who we are, always giving thanks to our God. Let me show you thanksgiving in Scripture. In Psalm 35 and verse number 28, the psalmist said, My tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. So, thanksgiving is to be done all through the day. The psalmist also wrote in Psalm 34, verse number 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Consider that. Then, in Psalm 71, we read these words, beginning in verse 22, I will also praise thee with the psaltery, even thy truth, O my God. Unto thee will I sing with the harp, O thou holy one of Israel. My lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing unto thee, and my soul which thou hast redeemed. My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded, for they are brought into shame that seek my hurt. So repeatedly the psalmist says, Thanksgiving is to be done every day and then all through the day. As a matter of fact, in Psalm 119, 164, he said seven times a day he would praise the Lord for his wonderful word and for his works. I wonder how many times a day do you and I stop and give thanks and praise to God? Now Thanksgiving, of course, in history goes back to our pilgrim fathers. Plymouth, Massachusetts, 1621, at that first harvest when they paused to give thanks and praise to a God who was protecting them and providing for them. And indeed, God did both. My favorite president, Abraham Lincoln, appointed the last Thursday of November in 1864 as Thanksgiving Day. And I'm very grateful for the rich heritage in our own nation. I'm grateful for the holiday that's been appointed where people pause and and give thanks for a day. But I'm afraid, if we're not careful, that Thanksgiving in history means more to us than Thanksgiving in Scripture. And in Scripture, it's to be a part of every day. Let's go deeper than that. Not only Thanksgiving in Scripture and Thanksgiving in history, but what about Thanksgiving in my own life? What about Thanksgiving in my family? You see, the the reality is that Thanksgiving must be applied. It must be applied in my heart and in my home. Permit me to give just a handful of practical suggestions to you, may I? Begin and end every day with a word of thanks. When you awake in the morning, before your feet ever even hit the floor, breathe a praise to God. Thank you, Lord. For life. Thank you for the night. Thank you for rest. Thank you for letting me live to see the light of a new day. When you fall into bed at night, let your last thought be one of thanks. Now say to God, thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness today. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for letting me live through this day. So begin and end every day with thanks. And then give thanks at every meal. You know, So many times this becomes just a formality and we breathe 
some brief prayer, we say the same words, but we should pause and consider that every good provision comes from a good God. Lord, thank you for what you've given to us. Thank you for taking care of us and meeting our needs. Allow the family prayers around the table to become a classroom, a means to instruct your children in gratitude. And then teach thanks in your home. When good things happen, when the Lord blesses, even when things are tough, point out the good things to your, to your family members and say, let's just pause and praise God for His goodness. Make it a part of the way you live your life. And then speak gratefully to other people about God. You know, I really believe that witnessing is just praising God to others. It literally is giving thanks in the form of a testimony. And there is no more powerful testimony than showing to others the goodness of God. One thing that you'll find is the more you talk about the goodness of God, the more you praise Him, the more you give Him thanks, the more natural it becomes because your whole heart attitude changes and soon it becomes a part of your normal conversation. I love poetry. I'm not a poet myself, but I enjoy poetry and I have several volumes of famous poems in my study that I read from occasionally. I came across a poem some time ago, written by one of the truly great Bible teachers of another generation. His name was James M. Gray. Dr. Gray knew God and knew the Bible. And uh, as I read this beautiful poem, I wept. It is thought-provoking and it is soul-searching. Dr. Gray chose as a title for this poem uh, these simple words for Thanksgiving Day. Uh, He wrote it specifically for the day we know as Thanksgiving, and yet its text is a reminder that one day, any day without God, would make this world an unfit place to live. And that really, every day should be a thanksgiving day. Here's his poem. If God forgot the world for just one day, then little children would not laugh and play. Birds would not in the leafy woodland sing. And roses would not beautify the spring. No gentle showers throughout the summer long. No autumn field to cheer the heart with song. No rising sun, no moon to give its light. No placid lake reflect the stars of night. No friend to help us on the toilsome road. No one to help us bear the heavy load. No light to shine upon the pilgrim way. No one to care or wipe the tear away. No listening ear to hear the lost one call. No eye to see the righteous battler fall. No balm of Gilead to dull the throbbing pain. No one to comfort and sustain. Millions would die in unforgiven sin, with none to bring the lost and straying in. Yea, this great universe would melt away if God forgot the world for just one day. I must tell you that as I read it, God spoke to me. I'm glad that God did not forget the world for even one day. Are you glad for that? And yet, would you ponder for a moment how many days we forget Him? May God use this to speak to you as He is to me, to think and be thankful, to pause and consider the goodness of God in every way. I'm thinking now of those ten leprous men that came to Jesus and cried out for mercy. Do you remember? They cried out for mercy, and Jesus had mercy on them. He healed all of them. You see, Christ loves lepers. Aren't you glad that He comes to us, He touches us, He speaks to us? 
Aren't you glad that with one word He heals and meets needs, provides everything that we need in answer to our prayers? And yet, how quickly we forget. Do you remember that only one returned to give Him praise? And Jesus' question, thought-provoking question was this, Where are the nine? Where are they? Am I in the nine or am I the one? I'll tell you where the nine were. They had returned to their religious routine. They returned to their homes and families. They returned to their business and interests. They returned to their blessings, but they forgot the blesser. People usually don't give because they don't appreciate what they've been given. We don't give thanks because we truly don't stop and think about all that God has done for us. On this day, would you pause and would you give thanks? And then by God's grace, would you do it every day? We thank God for you and trust that today's study was an encouragement in your journey with Christ. For additional helps, visit us online at scottpauley.org. And remember, grateful people are the ones enjoying the journey.